It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ladies and gentlemen, we're taking the podcast on the road this season. We want you to come with us. We're heading to Tampa. We're heading to Nashville. We're heading to New Orleans and maybe a couple other surprises. Thanks to fansofphilly.com. That's P-H-A-N-S, fansofphilly.com. They put all the packages together for us. We're going to hit the road. Set it and forget it. Four-star hotels, direct flights, tickets to the game, tailgates, pregame festivities, and can be a part of our show's as we're there the whole weekend, wherever we are going. Fansofphilly.com. Make sure you use the code BGN so we all stick together and come have fun with us as we cheer on our Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles, and take over every stadium that we are in this season. Fansofphilly.com. Promo code BGN. Fit squad. Next level. BGN Radio, let's go. Welcome to the next level, the creme de la creme, Saran Davenport, Barrett Brooks, link with BGN. Next level boys breaking down the game of the podcast out, but they not the same. TD the fly one, keep the suits and the wingtips. Honest opinions from the Gibsons to the Winces. I'm left-handed, Barrett Brooks got my blind side. Super Bowl winner, see the game from a champ size. Route concepts down, the techniques in the trenches. You want to learn football? And tune in and listen BGN Radio Next Level Podcast You thinking about discussing the Eagles? Better stop that From senior bowl workouts to the draft Down to training camp Breakdowns of all 22 They the best at that Special insights giving sight to the blind So sit down, push play And when they done, rewind Next Level <laughs> yeah, you know you gotta take me, bro. Where you gonna take me, man? Hey, it's time to go upstairs. We're gonna, and we got Vince Quinn in the studio, so you know where we're going to the up. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm Teron Davenport. You are now rocking with the Next Level Podcast here with my man Barrett Brooks. You, Vince Quinn in the studio. Last week we had a pretty. Interesting conversation. We touched on the White House. We touched on the Coanslo situation. We also touched on some defense. As promised, today what we're going to do is get in deep on the offense. We had a pretty good pre-recording conversation about 
Jordan Mailata. So we'll, we'll resurface some of that as well. Let's start off with the running backs because I know that's an area that you know we've discussed before. We got to see the running backs at, at practice, obviously not in pads, so you can only get but so much. But it was the return of Darren Sproles, the little guy. You see him come. Is he back. a machine or what, man? It, he's impervious to being hurt, or I mean, he's got he's he, he's half man, half machine, bro. He has to be because seeing him and one of the things that stood out to me, I was watching during returns, if you remember, but we yeah. couldn't really get that clear picture of him because that big structure in the middle of the well, not big structure, it doesn't take much to block him out, but we couldn't <laughs> really see him around that structure. But then when they started to go into individual period. He looked like the jitterbug that, that he is. You know why, right? He's from Kansas State, babe. <laughs> Kansas State. That's where we build him out there, man. You know, I'm, you know, Kansas State Wilds cat like myself. You know, he's a little after my time, man. But that's what we do, man. You know, but this dude is a ball of muscle, man. He's just a, a guy, man. He just it's like a, he's got a joystick, um, you know, attached to him. He is virtually looking better than he did his previous three or four years. He looked really sharp, and a lot of people don't understand this, or, or not don't understand, but don't know this, but he could have went full go today. Yeah. that's He He said that he's he's there, he's ready to go, and they held him back. But I tell you, some of the things that stood out to me was just, you know, that quickness is there. And in, in talking to him in the locker room afterwards, he said that, he wanted to make sure that he could maintain his elusiveness, and and he made me laugh with it because he, I, I was obviously you know you know as a running back you want to be elusive, but uh, you know I was kind of like well wh- what is what is your reasoning there? And he said, man, I don't want to be out there getting smacked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, take so, you back. We take that back to that was that Washington when he got hit on oh, the punt return. Oh yeah, yeah, he got was wild. that Washington? Yeah, it, so it was uh, uh, Deshaya Everett. Yep. It was it was a bad. It was you know uh, a, a bad play, man. Conduct, but yeah. yeah, he didn't know where he was. So you got Sproles coming back in the mix. I wanted to see him. He didn't get involved in in you know running routes out of the backfield as much as some of the other guys did. He didn't take any team reps. He didn't take on any seven on seven reps. But they started to work on those angle routes which is, was exciting for me because that's something I want to see Pomfrey do. That's something I know Sproles is, is – there's no one on, on the planet that could guard him running that angle yes, route. The, the so that's angle a route for him. Or, or, or even the Texas route. I mean, pick your poison. When you're a linebacker out there and you got this guy coming up against you and he's going to run at you full speed and then cut off either way, <laughs> and that, don't have him have a little cohesiveness with the quarterback where he can right. just dump it to you or he can read a choice route where he can go inside or outside. Either way you go, you're wrong, and he has the ability to run away from you. See, oh, that's what I want to see from Pumphreys, though. You know, does Pumphrey have that explosiveness, that quickness that, that, uh, that you know, the Sproles has? Sproles is the kind of guy, man, that he can, you know, cut on a dime like your boy 2-5 say. Mm-hmm. He can cut on a dime, man. He can get out that route just as fast, and he's going to catch it. Yeah. You know, the thing with Pumphrey is he'll catch it also, but Sproles is a tough measuring stick for anybody. Right. 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 So I mean, when you it's, see, it's an unfair comparison. You're right. When, when you're right. you see Sproles and, and what he's able to do, I don't care who it is. You're, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that guy's slow compared. But at the same time, I know where you're coming from. Pumphrey was a fourth-round draft pick. He came in here with with a lot of hype, you know, as as the all-time leading rusher in college history. I know Ron Dane. I know, I know, I know. Bowl games weren't included for you, but still. I mean, they tried to whisper the same voice of him and Marshall Falk in the same sentence because they came from the same school. He broke records there Yeah, and Marshall Falk broke, but that, still. Marshall Falk's a different creature also. <laughs> but, you know, one of the things with Pumphrey that I, that – 
we have to realize is his game is, is obviously quickness, but a lot of it is based on his vision and his patience as a runner. A lot of the things that he was able to do at 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 uh, San Diego State came off of you know they ran a lot of power runs, but they also gave him the opportunity to to read things and, and to to make that last second cut to kind of pop out from behind you big guys, whereas the linebackers couldn't see him. So that was another thing that helped him. I say all that to say, in order to allow that type of situation to happen, you have to have patience. As a rookie, he didn't have patience. He was running too fast and into you know into the the holes into the line. And that's something that I believe will be an area for improvement for him this year. You know, it took a long time for Le'Veon Bell to learn that. Now he was one of the most patient backs you can get. You know what I'm saying? He take he take a you know a country uh, mother Sundays to do that. You know, he'll get to the hole, sit there, wait for a second, smoke a cigarette, and then burst through it. Man. You know what I'm saying? Right through it. So yeah. I mean, I understand that patience thing. You know, and, and and to be honest, they haven't put him in that type of predicament yet. They haven't had runner plays that really can give him that type of look. Um, you know, that's running. You know, just like you say, if you run a power play, that's you know, double team the front side, and pull the backside guard, mm-hmm. and then let that play develop in front of him. You know, he's back seven yards back, and let him read and, and, and hit the line of scrimmage, not full speed, but allow him to get there and then explode through. That's you got to run. Yeah, was. yeah, you got to run plays that give him a chance to really learn that. But you can't necessarily do that in the NFL. What made Corey Clement so good? He took what they gave him and and maximized his uh, his efforts while they were they were teaching him. And that's exactly what what Deuce did. Deuce said, "Hey, this is what you got to do. This is you reading on this plate. Let's go. Let's get it going." Well, Clement, you know, you see, long story long, Super Bowl champion got some reps and you know a lot of reps in the game. Only a hundred scored a touchdown, a hundred yards receiving. You know, <laughs> he took the full advantage plays of the game. Right, he yeah. took full advantage of the opportunities given to him. Well, this is Pumphrey's time to do the same thing. He's going to have to do the same right. thing, or he's out of here, man. Look at that roster, seven backs. You know, and these are seven quality backs. You know, I'm looking at you know Jay Ajayi, Corey Clement, Darren Sproles, Wendell's a guy we got to talk about. Yeah, Josh Adams, Matt Jones. Who's going to be on this team, man? I mean, I see three definite special teams players in there, or they're supposed to be special teams players, and Corey Clement, he's going to be on the roster. Darren Sproles, he's going to be on the roster. Now we're looking at Donnell Pumphreys. Can he be a special team guy? Can he go out there and run down on tackles, or does he have to be strictly a returner? I I think he'll strictly be a returner, and he'll be someone they'll use in the passing game. Mm -hmm. That will be his role, but you mentioned – Wendell Smallwood. I actually wrote an article in April about Smallwood and how special teams, specifically kick return, if he makes the roster, that's going to be his ticket. Because, yeah, you want Sproles to to be a returner, but punt return and kick return are two different things. Way different right? things. Way so different. Smallwood, I think, is, is their best – well, I think Nelson Aguilar is their best kick returner. Yeah, I would say However, the same I think as far as the options available to him, because if I was the coach, I wouldn't want Aguilar back there returning kicks. I would have Smallwood as my kick returner. When he was, I think it was in 16, in 2016, he was top five mm-hmm. in return yardage mm-hmm. per per return. So Yep, his rookie year, wasn't it? it? Yeah, his rookie year. So it's there. You know the, the return he had against the Redskins. Mm-hmm. He's talking about he hit that outside. 
and, and he hit the Michael Johnson on him. That, 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 that chest went forward. He arced his back, and he was gone. <laughs> yeah, he has an ability, man. But the one ability that you can't, you know, yep. look away from is that uh, is that availability. Uh-huh. And, and at this point, he hasn't had that availability. He hasn't been out there enough to really do that. I mean, he played half the year this year, and it's not a full year. You know, yeah. can he go through a full year? That's the issue. what's the problem. That that Steelers game, his rookie year, I thought really was a nice example. He had 17 carries for 79 yards, but I remember I remember playing. The, they were running Joker. Joker is a power play, but it was just a it's a it's a it's a uh, it's a tight end backside power play. You don't have a tight end on the front side. Say so run up. You know, he's running in between the tackles, running power plays in between the tackles and doing it. You know, eating yards up, especially in the red zone. That that two series back to back where he got and I think he he capped off the second one with a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. And he that. was he was running, and that's when I really started to become impressed with Smallwood. But like you said, man, he just hugging a double team. He, he has to stay healthy. He has to, and that's something Deuce Staley has has. Preach to no end. You know, he called Smallwood uh, uh, a small car with a big engine, always overheating. <laughs> you know, and you have to make sure that you are on the football field, especially when you're on the bubble like this. So, Smallwood definitely a, a, a viable candidate. Matt Jones, let's talk about Matt Jones because uh, I was walking back to the media house after practice and, and talking with, I forget who it was, but uh, he was saying that Matt Jones could be a reason why Smallwood doesn't make it onto the roster. Yes. He could catch the football. I wouldn't be, you know, opposed to him back there returning kick. Well, I would be. You know why? Because he, he, he you know, every once in a while. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he puts the ball on the ground. He calls it up a little bit. Yeah, he that's had, his he problem. Had eight, yeah. eight fumbles in his two years with the Redskins. They lost five of them. So you can't have that, man. You know what I mean? One thing you can't have is a, is a – as a back, you know, I can remember playing for Bussy, man, and, and he never gave the ball up. You know, the fact that, you know, on our road to the Super Bowl against Indiana, Indianapolis and he fumbled. Let me tell you why you never knew. I mean, it, it was when he fumbled, I didn't understand. I'm on the field at the time, and I blocked down. And I was a tight end. I was going on tight end. I blocked down on my guy. I cut my guy. And all of a sudden, I look up, and I hear the crowd go, <sighs> like, what's going on? And Bussy had fumbled. I'm like, Bussy fumbled. It, it took a while for the to, to, <laughs> to, to, to compute. I'm like, no, Bussy don't. F- oh, look, let me, then I started running. <laughs> and you can watch the play. That's exactly what happened. Us in the office line, you see most office lines sitting there like, what? What's? Oh, Bussy fumbled. Then we started running because he never fumbled. You know what I'm saying? Wow. You want to have that type of impeccable type of a, a relationship with your office line. That oh, he'll never, he'll never fail. He'll never uh, fumble the ball. He'll be cool. Well, that's the relationship he had with us. Oh, he's gonna leave us three yards in a cloud of dust. We give it to him. He ain't gonna cough it up as a fumble. He gonna get us three yards every trip. And for him to fumble, it really caught us by surprise. We turn around we're like, oh man, let's go get this. You know what I mean? Mm-mm-mm. But you know, you that that's the type of. Of uh, uh, um, back that he was well, right now Matt Jones that's his thing right now. He fumbles too much. Put that yep. ball on the carpet, and we can't use it if you, if, you, if you're giving it up like yeah, that. Yeah, you're gonna turn the football over. Six two, two hundred thirty nine pounds. He's a big guy, man. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to use all two thirty nine to protect that rock. So, the running back situation is interesting. Josh Adams, you know, listen, I, I know there's a lot of craze about him. I, I know that he has some really good plays. He's a local guy. You know, um, that's the only thing I see him. He's a local guy I, right now. 
I, I can't really put him in the mix. No. You know, I, I can't put him in the mix at this point, especially with prove him not wrong. on the tell football him, yeah, field. Tell, yeah, prove, tell, me, tell, hey, tell, prove me Corey wrong. Clement did it. Yeah, Josh did. Adams, you, you go ahead and do it too. So we'll see what happens there. The quarterback situation, you, you got to see Joe Callahan. What do you think about his arm? It's, it's pretty live, right? Yeah, I mean, he's a little better than I thought. You know, Joe can play a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He can, he can hose it a little bit, man. Did you see him squeeze that throw to Trey? <laughs> he, he he beat Vontae Maddox, but that was a, a tight window throw, man. And you, do you heard the defense like, oh! Yeah, he yeah. heard the defense. <laughs> he starts screaming, oh! <laughs> he sure enough <laughs> did. So he's been impressive. I'm looking forward to seeing him, obviously, in training camp, but uh, uh, preseason as well. He had an outstanding, I think it was like 500 yards passing in the preseason last year. So Callahan is someone to look at. Uh, Sudfield, I, I've I've uh, made it clear that I wasn't really too high on him coming into this year. But I tell you what, the guy in OTAs and, and even the first minicamp practice, he was spinning it, man. Well, I'm going to say this, you know, in looking at him, I really didn't see much difference between him and Foles, yeah. to, to be honest. you know, I mean, the way the ball was coming out, it kind of looked like the same guy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm, I'm impressed with you know, what these quarterbacks, you know, of course, you know, Carson is Carson. You know, just, we're just going to put a big S on his chest, you know, because this kid, he doesn't understand he's not supposed to be that good this fast and that healthy this fast. No, not at all. And even they worked on some drills with the tennis ball, you know, that he's dropping back and moving in the pocket and they're rolling tennis balls at him and he's avoid obviously they're rolling them slow cuz you clearly don't want him to step on it. But still you see him moving within the pocket and it's just I, I was really impressed. I mean the leg obviously you could tell it's still a little heavy for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And that's to be expected. There's two ligaments recovering. Right. You know right. after being torn, but yeah, those muscles still aren't as 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 strong as they they need right. to be right now, but hell, he's he's He's, he's making it happen. So right he now. he was impressive. Um, at the same time, you know, Nick Foles has, has been Nick Foles. I tell you, Nick Foles was was dialing it up. Mm-hmm. He, he took a couple deep shots. They were testing Ronald Darby with Mike Wallace, and they actually uh, did that twice. And Darby did a really good job running step for step with one of the guys who's still one of the fastest players in the league. But Foles, you know, make no mistake about it, he is going to keep you know go, going deep the way he likes to do. To me, he has a. a um, it's not cockiness, but at the confidence level that he has out there, man, you could tell from the way he walks. He is so confident in yeah. what they're trying to do right now, man. You know, his steps, you know, the way he's out there, the way, you know, he knows exactly where he wants to go with it. Pre-snap reads are right there. I mean, he's looking good, man. You know, say what you want to say. This team is a lot better than they were at this point last year. A lot better. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely I agree with you. I mean, that swagger of being a champion, you know, you know about it. It, it, it does kind of change your walk, and it does, and man. You have a different confidence level, your and it's something all different. And, and I know Doug Peterson said he wants to turn the page on it, but you have to understand he made it clear he doesn't want the guys to forget it. He no. wants them to to remember that feeling. And like he said, now they're going to be the hunted, and you have to have that swagger if if, if you're going to walk around and you're going to take the field every week, and you're going to have a, a team really gunning for you the way they're going to be. 16 so. Super Bowls, man. They're going to play in 16 Super Bowls. Teams are gunning for them in each game. They go out there. This team is trying to get them because they're not sleeping, sneaking up on anybody else. Nobody's sleeping on their abilities and what they have back there at quarterback right now, especially on defense also. Um, if you look at it, this team is in a, in, a, in, a, in a crazy position because when I won the Super Bowl, 
everybody ran like rats, you know, went out through those, you know, huge contracts, and they, they picked our team apart. Bus as far tired. as, you know, yeah, you know, they picked our team apart, man. We had guys going here for this money, there for that money, and, you know, guys, you know, getting opportunities they wouldn't necessarily got because they were Super Bowl champions, you know, getting a chance to play. So our roster really went down because everybody won a Super Bowl champion. This Eagles team is totally different because they didn't get picked apart. In fact, they added guys and kept guys uh-huh. that didn't really have a substantial role in the Super Bowl, didn't even play, but they're better than the guys that were out there playing. You know, like Jordan a Jason Hicks, Peters. Jason Peters. Jordan. I mean, those guys didn't even play in the game, and they're back, and those were usually the guys that would have gotten taken away, you know? And the fact that they got all these guys coming back and, they, and, and they're right now wanting to win because they didn't want to win last year, it makes them even more deadlier because now they're like, all right, you guys had your turn. Now help us win our turn. And that's why I think that's where this team is looking at it. And that's something that Peterson said in the press conference. He said that Super Bowl trophy means a lot to both Halapuda Vali Vitae and Jason Peters, but it has a different meaning to Vitae because he played in the game. Exactly. So that's definitely an excellent point that you make there. And, you know, that's that's that next level stuff. You get a guy who played and won in the Super Bowl, he'll bring you that type of insight. (laughs) And it's just my job to bring it out. So that's what we do. But you talked about guys moving on, right? Losing players. Trey Burton's gone. Number 88 is not there anymore, but there's a new number 88 in town. And I was looking at Dallas today, man, and I don't know yet, man. I mean, you could tell he's going to be a player. You can tell he's going to do some 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 really good things, man, but I need to see more of the blocking, man. I want to hear this yeah. blocking stuff that they had going on. He, he can't do anything in pads, but, you know, you could tell they're working on it really well. Him and Brown, they were, they're really working on their blocking, especially their pass blocking. That was the first thing they did in practice, yeah, was work yeah. on the blocking. Justin Peel was, was working with them on that. The thing that, that when I, I wanted looked to go, at Goddard— I wanted to go out there and help him, too. Like, hey, Coach, <laughs> this, you got to kick this out a little more, you know, bend this knee right here, you know, give him a well, couple the, reps. The tight end going to block like a tight end. You know, that's, that's how it's going to work. <laughs> <laughs> End of the day, Dallas Goddard at 256 pounds, 6'5". My thing is just get in the way. Right? That's all you got to do. Just get in the way yep. enough to, to keep the defender from getting to the ball. Yo, I, I, <laughs> I remember playing in uh, Heath Miller, man. You know, oh, Heath man. in our office, man, we, he had to block a lot. You know, yeah, yeah. He ran the ball a lot. Even a bunch of situations, he'd be at the point of the attack, man. And he used to come back to the huddle and his 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 helmet would be sideways, you know, my piece out. I'm like, oh, you got in the way pretty good this time. Yeah, big boy. I got him this time. Hey, Porsche, I got him this time, man. And, you know, I got him. I said, what you mean? Did you get him or were you just in the way? I was in the way, man. I was in the way. He pulled his face back, back around and come back in the huddle. He called the same run play again, you know, 15 power. He go, all right, here we go again. Porsche out, let's go. <laughs> And it's funny because he evolved. And it's great that you bring him up because he evolved into eventually being a really good blocker. A really good blocker. So yep. it, it just goes to show you if you work on it, it's going to get there for you. That's something Zach Ertz, you know, last year, he took a huge step in blocking. A couple yep. of long runs that the Eagles had were on the strength. The Chargers one where uh, Garrett had the long run. That was On know, the he back side, a, he held yep. his block, and he was able to cut off that block, man. That's huge yeah. for a tight end to be able to just get in the way a little bit, man. You know, you look at it, that's that's what breaks plays away, man. A lot of times, you know, you think that your block isn't going to be that block, 
ends up being the block that breaks the play for the long play, man. That's why you got to go hard all the time, even if the play is not to your side. Uh, looking at some of the other guys, Billy Brown, he he's – he was just a guy out there, you know, on the first day of minicamp. I'll admit that. You know, I'm a big advocate of Billy Brown. But there's some things that I know he has to work out within himself, you know, upstairs that, that is, is kind of keeping him. Because there was one time where the, the, the ball, you could tell, well, two times. His first practice in OTAs, he wasn't thinking. He didn't get his head around. And the ball almost took him out. Right. Right. <laughs> You got a big we talk about Joe Callahan's big 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 arm. Now, the other time it happened, and this was on the same type of seam route. This time he got his head around, he didn't get his hands up inside in time, and and, and the ball knocked him <laughs> over. <laughs> you cannot have that, especially when you have a veteran in Richard Rogers who, you know, say what you will, he's not gonna create separation, but he has a big body. We'll see what happens there. He had a couple of nice catches, but there's a competition there. Dallas Goddard is clearly going to be the number two, but they're going to carry at least three tight ends. Yep. You got it. And as an undrafted free agent, a guy who was on the practice squad last year, you have to do something to make them remember you. And, and he's I, not doing that no, right now. At this point, he's playing real average. He's, he's playing, in all respect to him, he's playing like a big receiver. Yeah, which is essentially what he is. Yeah, and he you can't play like a big receiver when you're playing tight end. You have to go out there and understand it. The difference is you're asked to do a lot more. You know, not just running routes. You're used to pick routes. You're used to, mm-hmm. to you know, eventually block at the second level. You're used to, you know, draw some attention, you know, from off the receiver. You know, you know you're used to occupy safety here and there. I don't see him doing that at this point. And that's the issue. So that's something that we'll continue to watch. You talk about big receivers. We'll kind of breeze through the receivers on the roster right now. Um, obviously, Aguilar is Aguilar. He had a nice couple nice catches. One where he was able to get behind the defense. and they, His confidence, they launched. Oh, it's out, it's out, out of the, the roof, right? It's, it's confidence, It's man. there. You you see it in, in every step he takes. Swagger, You see everything. it, the swagger and the routes. You, you hear him talking after plays. It's definitely there. So, on his way going to, to uh, <laughs> yeah. he's talking. You yeah, and that's, that's he's back to the guy he was at SC, mm-hmm. you know, and it's good to see that. So production is going to be there with him. We talked about Mike Wallace, how they were sending him deep. They didn't complete any passes to him, but still that's showing the aspect that he's going to bring. He's going to push that defense back. Yep. And you're going to have to run with them. So that's something to watch. Um, let's let's talk about some of the, the other guys, though. Let, let's talk about a, a guy like a, a Marcus Wheaton who had back-to-back touchdowns in uh, – in red zone seven on seven of on the first day. And he's someone I talked to him about just, you know, understanding the details of, of the, the offense and he's starting to get that. Wheaton is very quick, right? Once he gets that defense that offense down. I thought he was a little bigger than what you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, he checked in at at, at five eleven, one eighty five, but he does look Bigger, I, yeah. I will agree with you, yeah. and that's especially when you see him next to. And, and it might be just be because Rashard Davis is there, you know, yeah, he, five, he little bitty guys. dude. Yeah, you know, there's other guys that are that are smaller, you, you know. And Tim Wilson, a piece I got to shout out my my school conference, you know, the Pennsylvania State Athletic Conference, you know, Tim <laughs> Tim uh, uh, Wilson out of East Stroudsburg, but 
Yeah, I mean, these guys are smaller guys, so when you put Wheaton next to them, he is going to look bigger, but Wheaton is pretty smooth. Did you notice that in, in yeah. watching him? Yeah, I was looking at him, man. You know, he, he his transition in, in and out of routes, man, it was looking pretty good. And, you know, his, his you can see it's a comfort level, you know, and in, in what he's doing. You know, a lot more than I thought it was going to be. I mean, he just learned the office, what, three weeks ago? Yeah. Two, three weeks ago? Yeah, I mean, and actually got on the field and, and worked it. He's learned – I mean, that's – Folks, that's what he's talking about as far as learning the offense, like actually executing it, because you spend a lot of time in the classroom right, getting right. everything down. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy to see him do some of the things. You yep, know, man. He's that, where he's supposed to be at, man. It's that short good. area quickness really showed, man. When he, he just found ways to get open. And, you know, that field is, is crunched down. I think they're at, like, the 15-yard the line. Yep. You know, going in uh, 15 yards. So, he was still able to get open, and that's something that these quarterbacks, you know, they they love a guy that they could trust to be in the right spot and trust when they deliver it to him, he's going to make the catch, which he's pretty sure-handed as well. Oh, really good hands. So you look at him, Bryce Treggs, we talked about a nice catch that he had. You see him working outside. Shelton Gibson had a nice catch on a crossing route. He's looking and a little more confident, too. It, he's, he's a little upbeat, isn't he? It goes back to, to what we were talking to, yep. to him about is, is learning that playbook and actually understanding – the, the actual concepts of what's happening yep. instead of just going out and running routes. And you mean concepts like why are you running this route? Well, why are you running a go and then you have a dagger coming up underneath it? You know, well, you're running that go to get that dagger open. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Those are all things that they couldn't – you really didn't understand. Why am I running this route and they're not throwing it to me? Well, you're not the primary on this one. Or why are you running across, across the field, you know, trying to, you know, you're trying to – Keep you know out of everybody's vision when and you are actually the person they're trying to get you everybody to look at you to open up something else to somebody exactly. else you know so exactly. those are all him just learning what his role is and where he's going to be on this defense and, I mean, on that offense and he looked comfortable Greg Ward had a couple of nice catches too so I think there's a nice competition within this this receiver and all those guys look quick as hell don't they all of them from, from Aguilar <laughs> to G Ward yo I would hate to be a corner right. I can't wait till one on ones me neither, right when right. when you you get to see them run those mad bohemian routes because, you know, the quarterback has six seconds to throw. So you'll see a post-corner go, slow go, uh, uh, fade route. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everything all combined. But, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see see that period. So, yeah, they're definitely shifty and they're, they're looking good. But I, I wanted to kind of save the best for last and, and talk a little bit about this offensive line, mm, right? Mm, mm. Um, obviously, was new, did, did you see Kelsey? Run Darby over on team period. Come on, man. <laughs> that wasn't that right at fair, all, man. man. No, man. That wasn't right. And Darby got up and kind of dusted himself off and shook his <laughs> head like, man, what are y'all doing to me? You know what I mean? But when you look at th- these guys, uh, obviously, you know, we know what the case is with, with the, the first five. Jason Peters wasn't taking uh, team reps. Um, so y- you have Vitae in there. But let's talk about Jordan Mailata. You know, he was a guy mm, that mm, you saw, you pointed out one of the times mm, that, that Derek mm, Barnett, mm, you know, gave him the business. Got to be more careful, man. Josh Sweat got him. Joe Osman got him with just coming off the edge. What is your take on him? What, what does he have to do? Oh, good Lord. I mean, you know, <laughs> at this point, man. That's it, not good. He, yeah. Coach has, you know, Coach has a – his work cut out for him, you know. If he thinks this guy's, you know, what he thinks he is, I, I, I personally can't see it. I personally have seen big guys; they're big for just being big. At this point, I don't know if it's progression 
in, in football is advanced enough to be at this high level because at this point he's going to get some guys hurt. He doesn't understand, you know, what it is to, to you know, to, to be an NFL player, man. You know, not just an offensive lineman or whatever they're going to put him with, but he doesn't understand what it is to be a football player just yet. Now, if he learns, yeah, he could be a good player. I mean, he's got all the intangibles, speed, strength, you know what I'm saying? I don't know about his fight yet, you know, because I haven't seen a bit of the fight. It's just not turning on to him now. You know, I, yeah. I'm watching, you know, just little things. I'm not, you know, what you know, what my man talking about, you know, T-Dev. I was, I was out there, man. I was watching uh, Barnett, you know. I was just watching him come off the balls. He just came off the ball real quick. Boom, boom, boom. You know, four quick steps. And when he got to him, he just gave him a one-hand stab right in the middle of the big Aussie's chest. <laughs> And knocked him square on his ass, and that's why I say he's gonna get people. He's gonna get people hurt because then it was like bowling balls after that because everybody fell over him after that. Man, I'm like, come on, man, you can't. I mean, one hand stabbed a guy in the chest and knocked his ass over. Everybody fell on top. I'm like, oh, come on, man. What, what, what was the noise that probably made? <laughs> or or oh, what, oh, what, when oh. the hand hit the chest? Oh god! Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't even. It wasn't even. It was. Oh god. <laughs> Bah, I'm like one hand stab and put him on his ass. I'm like, oh, God, oh man, that's cold. That's and then cold. He, you know he, he, he lumbered his way up and you know and just stood <laughs> there and you know everybody else running down the field after the completed pass. You know that's just a part of playing football. All right, after you get through blocking your guy, you got to sprint down the field just in case a fumble or something like that. Right, you know, right. just running after the play. That's how you get your conditioning in. Also running after the play, he kind of stood there. And those are little things he doesn't understand yet. You know, after the play, when the play is over with, you know, and you're done blocking your guy, you got to run down the field. Well, in his case, when you get up off your ass, you got to get up, <laughs> run your ass down the field. You know what I'm saying? You got to make sure you do little things like that. Right, right. He conceptually doesn't have those things yet. You know, he didn't, he didn't, just little things like his stance. His stance isn't ready to be in the NFL yet. You know, he doesn't come off the ball yet. He, he can't get out of his pass sets yet. I mean, those are, you don't know when to come off of double teams. You don't know when to stay on a double team, you know, going to the second level of the linebacker. Linebacker comes your way, you got to come off. Linebacker comes somebody else's way, to the guard's way, you got to push the guard off so he can go get him. He doesn't understand that conceptually, you know. So he's got a lot of work to do, man. They got a lot of work in there. But, I mean, they believe in him. I like, Coach Stalin does. I like the point you made before we got on because, I mean, this guy is 6'8", 346, right? So – you wouldn't really expect him to, to to get moving around the way he is, especially in drill work. You mentioned how, you know, the push-pull drill, how you kind of saw him kind of get, get ragged off. Yeah, you just got to know, you know, the way your, your body moves in a way in which, you know, it's, it's you know, you got to know when to sit down and brace your body. Then you know you got to give in order to, you know, to, to get away from something, to go apply pressure to it. And he doesn't understand that. Or what it be you know what it is being a football player yet, and what what's going on on the football field? You know, you're pressing somebody, and if that guy gives a little bit, you know, you gotta you know, all right, see what's going on, you know, get your body to the point where all right, now I gotta fight pressure against pressure, or I gotta give a little bit to 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 gain a little bit. You know, those are all things he hasn't comprehended yet, and it takes a long time. It took me a long time. In fact, it took me 21 years. Mm. To get to that point, you know, where he's trying to start at right now. Right. You know, I played, you know, high school, four years in high school, four years in uh four years in college, and twelve years in the NFL. You know what I mean? That's, that's a lot of football, man. A whole lot of football, bro. And these are things that you're taught coming up. 
And he's kind of at a disadvantage because as you're growing up, you're, you're, by, you're learning how to move your body. 20 years. You're learning man, how to yeah. move your body. Took me 20 Overall. years. Yeah. Took me 20 years to get there, and then I retired. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on, man. You know, you're asking the guy to put in 20 years worth of work in, 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 in three or four weekends, you know, for three or four weeks. It's going to be tough. He has a lot of learning to do. But, you know, Coach Stoutland's a good coach. He He's had some pretty good players come out. In fact, he's got three Pro Bowlers playing for him right now. You know, so, yeah. I mean, but four. Four, Two actually. of them first-time Pro Bowlers. Right, right, after right. working with him. Right. So that's, and after being established players in the league, Elaine Johnson and Brandon Brooks. So yep, yep. That definitely uh, is notable. Taylor Hart is another guy that's switching over. You didn't really see much about him. But does he have somebody's picture? Did he, he catch somebody in front office, you know? He did something. I, I don't know what's going on. I mean, because I didn't really see anything from somebody. Right, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, I'm not going to say anything. You know, Tyler Hart, you know, he's a hard worker, man, but. He's converting. You know? Yeah, it, it's that's, it's this tough. Is three to, years to do now, that. bro. But come on, that's yeah. just three years now. You know. What yeah, I'm at some point it has to click. Yeah, yeah. Anybody else? Uh, I know Matt Pryor is a guy you 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 know. Talk yeah, he's to. got a lot to do. He got a lot, but he, you know he's getting it now. He's he's understanding you know how to play the game. He's getting it now. He's a lot more ahead of, than Aussie is than you know anybody else. He's working with and a guy you know that um I, I'm I'm really trying to see. Where his head is at, you know. I mean, Sam uh, No, Sam I think he's gonna be all right. But he's the, a really good snapper in seven on seven, man. That's what I'm noticing. But you got I'm looking at a little bit, man. He's doing the little things, you know. what I'm saying Toby uh, Weathersby or something like that. He's number seventy four. He's gonna be pretty good, man. Out of LSU, he's. He's doing the little things, man. He's starting to really get it, man. He's he's trying to pattern his game after Lane Johnson. That's a pretty good guy to pattern the game after. I was looking at the sets and you know seeing how he's dealing with his sets, and it's, he's setting just like Lane. Has the same uh, stance Lane has, you know. So I guess you know you you pattern yourself after a guy that you have a lot of respect for. So I mean, that's a good job by him. He's doing the little things as far as you know in between plays while the play's going on. He's doing exactly what Lane is doing in the play. Following his every move of what he's supposed to do, really in See, the backup, pick that up in the backup. You know, I mean, he's literally getting in the stands and watching him come off the ball and listen to the quarterback doing exact same things that he's doing in back of him, trying to get that all down, hmm. trying to get that time down, trying to get you know if I can do like Lane, I can I can be around here. So he's doing those little things to make him a better player and and. I picked up on it because you can see the other player, the the guys that you know are starting. Jason Peters doing the same thing, you know, when the younger guys are in there, he's doing the same thing. And when you have Pro Bowlers doing exactly what you're doing, you Kelsey doing lead. the same thing, then yeah. you do the same thing. And yeah. He's the only one doing it at this point. So you got to do the little things these guys are doing, so they take care of the big things. So when you do get in there, like, well, shit, is that Lane in there or or is that to- oh, it's Toby in there? It's a nice, nice. Um Problem, so to speak, to have. No question, man. So, but yeah, to the depth. but yeah, so. we got we got on offense a little bit today, you know, and, and uh, you know, we're gonna give you this next level stuff for the rest of the time until football season comes. Then we really get deep and and grungy and and breaking down plays. And I can't wait, man. I oh really yeah, can't for wait, sure. Man. That's when the Clip It app, you know, Clip It'll be back uh, with us this this upcoming year. So looking forward to that. You are at the next level in the upper room. 
and it's time to shut it down. Offensively, like we said, they, they look really good position by position. That's what we did today. Appreciate you tuning in. I'm Teron Davenport. Follow me on Twitter at T Davenport underscore NFL. I'm Barrett Brooks at BBrooks72NBCS. Check us out. Thank you.